Welcome to the Start Her Five podcast by five black women in sport. We aim to inspire and empower a community of barrier breakers, illuminate experiences, uncover layers, and celebrate you, our tribe. Okay, Monica or Brandy? Monica. 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 Oh no, y'all. What? Brandy. Brandy. All no. day. Uh, we're even. Oh, we're I even. Don't know. Oh, wait. Monica. It's three to two. No, we're not even, Grace. No, Grace. wait. Who said Kayla Monica? put Monica too? What? Kayla, you said Monica. Crystal, you said. Okay, y'all. So today we're going to play a little game called For the Culture. You hear me? So I don't know what the questions are. Our good sister Sable are going to ask us a couple of things and we're just going to participate the best that we can. Y'all ready for this? We ready. Yes, yes. yes. I'm kind of nervous. but I don't like this. First date, kind of nervous. Let's do it. Right. I'm on a date, kind of nervous. Kind of nervous. Mike is kind of nervous. Kind of nervous, but I'm ready for my black card to be revoked. Let's go. Oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> Me and you both, Grace. Me and you both. Me and I'm both. ready. Go ahead and get ready. All right. Crystal, Grace, Kayla, Nisha, we are about to play a speed round of this or that really Ooh, okay. quick all right okay. all right so y'all ready you lean yes. in ready. is this a judgment free zone like please, this is a please. safe space okay okay listeners we got look don't what? judge us on any of this i'm please. just saying if your choice is a little questionable then no. say something oh, uh, we might have to have a conversation you know right it's okay you can just edit that part out sable (laughs) (laughs) all right here we go here we go usher or chris brown usher Usher. chris brown usher Usher. okay everyone listening grace who would you say grace said chris brown no yes Mm -hmm. crystal what did you say i say uh, (laughs) forgive me my fellow virginian uh usher Yes. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Monica. Sable, wait. Or... Sable, what you pick? Uh oh. Sable. Uh, I played the fifth. No. Nah. Wow. Oh, wow. Usher. Feel... Usher. Usher. Okay. CB oh. got the catalog though, but Usher, he got my soul. Wow. He has my heart. Side note: He was on my birthday cake in sixth grade. His face. <laughs> <laughs> That's Halo. Oh my That's how much goodness. I love Usher. Oh no. And that's all everybody don't cut his face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Oh, okay. Wow. Monica or Brandy? Monica. 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 Oh no, y'all. Brandy. 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 All no. day. Uh, we're even. Oh, we're I even. Oh, wait. It's Monica. three to two. No, we're not even, Grace. No, Grace. wait. Who said Kayla put Monica too? What? Kayla, you said Monica. Crystal, you said Crystal. Crystal who is it? Definitely said Brandy, and I'm not gonna let her live that one down. Wow. It's Brandy. No, wait. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't even. I almost didn't ask this question because I thought, oh, that's too easy. No. <laughs> uh, did you not Monica, see Monica? Doesn't she sing that boy is mine? Yeah. That's her. They both do. Both they actually both oh, do. They both do. I like her verses better. Thank you, Brandy. Her whole first album. Baby, I want to be down. I want to be friend. Oh. Mm. If we're talking about Brandy, the actress, 
like Cinderella, Girl, what has Monica like Cinderella acted cool. in? Yeah, Moesha. <laughs> what is cool? Star, a future in Star, cool. But mm-hmm. Brandy, the singer, compared to Monica. Oh my gosh. Oh this no. Okay, hard. okay. So, but me and Nisha. So Kayla and Nisha said Monica and Grace. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Sable and Crystal said Brandy. I'm trying to keep it straight so people know who the you know right. That's yeah. the best case. You know, make it clear. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There. All right. All right. Keisha Cole or Monica. Monica. Keisha. Mm. Keisha. Yeah, y'all gotta sit with that one. Yeah. Why did you do this? Because it's they're know. two different styles. Like, yeah, that's two different, and it's like Monica '90s R&B. That's my girl. And then Keisha, I should have cheated. Love, like I'm gonna have Evan to go. Sent. You complete me. Oh, Ooh, that's that like song. you love me. Y'all make me sing. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, Grace, mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Grace, tell us. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tamia or Tony Braxton? Tony Braxton. Tamia. Tony. Tony Braxton got all Tony. the hits. I like Tamia though. popping. Okay, Nisha, you say you say Tony. Mm-hmm. Crystal, what you say? Tony. Tony. Mm-hmm. Grace. Tamia. Kayla. Tony. Tony all day. Thank you. Sable. Ooh. Ah, this one's hard. This one's really hard because I love Tamia. I love yeah, so too. That's my favorite song. <laughs> Crystal said, eh. <laughs> Tamia. That's my final answer. Final yes. Answer. Thank Tamia. you for someone finally being on my side. Tony. Tony with Unbreak My Heart. Okay, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to our men. Okay. Avant or Tyrese? Oh, Tyrese. Avant. Oh, I'm petty. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Tyrese songs. I don't think. Girl. (laughs) No. I'm I'm going to go with Avant because Avant. Avant got them hits. But Tyrese don't got hits. Tyrese be screaming on his songs. Okay, y'all, everybody scream. <laughs> right. But I, I can't even think of a Tyrese song off the top of my head. Me too. But Avant, read your mind. Come on. Separated. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, that's Ooh actually, actually. Separated. The one with him and Kiki. Um, it's like, what is that? Sweet Lady. So y'all, t- so y'all ain't telling me Sweet Lady is a not a great song. It's I a classic. Okay. Oh, classic for sure, but Signs of One Love. That's, oh, that's my song, though. How you gonna act like that? Oh, how you gonna Lately? act like that? Lately? Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know Tyree sang all those things. So I just, he screams you know. all those things. Girl, stop. Hey, bro. Do my man like that. Don't play on Tyree's like screaming. That. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Last one. Last one. Kelly or Michelle? Girl, stop. Man, you trying to be petty. Stop. She need to Michelle. stop. And because she wanted to be petty, I'm picking Michelle. Because <laughs> she Michelle. wanted to be petty. Girl. So that was just a warm up for us to get into for the culture, our conversation today. Thanks, ladies, for engaging, even though I personally don't agree with some of y'all. It's okay. <laughs> that was spicy. That was real spicy. I will take Brandy personally. So um, anyways, but... We are going to start off talking about music since we just did. We're all warmed up. Um, so just going to ask y'all a question just to start us off. First and foremost, 
just thinking about how we listen to our music. So would do y'all prefer Apple Music or Spotify? Which one do you if y'all say Apple Music, I'm I will. Yeah. Apple Music. Thank no. you. What? what Spotify? I can't look. I'm not buying the Spotify. And I'm not downloading app. another app that I don't already like. <laughs> Apple music Apple is on my iPhone. $4.99. I'm Apple Music all day. It comes free with my cell phone plan. So well, for the others who don't get free Apple Music, Spotify. Thank you. Yeah. Spotify, Spotify is, is like the Android. No. Oh. That's how I look at it. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. Why are you I wouldn't go that far. Ouch. You're yeah. only saying that because it's Apple Music tied to Apple, which, no. No. I'm just saying. Dang. Spotify's it's playlists good. are so good. Like, Spotify's good. playlists. I would agree with that. Spotify? So... <laughs> Let's think about R&B, a, a genre we all listen to. What do y'all think the best male R&B group is? If y'all had to choose the best, who y'all got? Ooh, new edition. Ooh, boys to men. Okay. Ooh, Misha, I, I correct myself. Boys to men. Ooh, boys, boys to men. men. I would agree, but who I, I used to listen to Jagged Edge. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love me some jackets. And also 112. That's 112. Really but boys but of all time though is yeah. what she's saying. All yeah. time. Like those are good. But like of all time. Like R&B hard. Jodeci got a catalog. Oh. People forget about Jodeci. Jodeci does. Jodeci. I was going to say Casey and Jojo. Oh, good oh, one. Yeah. But yeah. then I'll, that's a duo maybe not. Drew Hill. I mean, they they Drew came Hill. from Jodeci. Mm. Drew okay. Hill so got Cisco is the foundation then. Mm. Yeah. They Forever do. my lady. Ooh. My that Ooh. makes me tear up every single time because Such a good song. it's just like when you know what the song is about and to hear it was about Kim Porter and the fact that she passed away. It's just oh. uh when I found that out, I was like, this song means so much more. I actually didn't know that. I didn't either. I'll be sure. I'll be sure. He talked about it when she passed away, and he was like, "I wrote this song for her, and she was pregnant with their first son." And like, if you listen to the lyrics, then it makes so much more sense. Side note on the culture piece about that, y'all watch Martin, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's an episode where Shanene sings. Forever My Lady to Kid. I think it was Kid or Play. Do y'all remember that episode? <laughs> but she says Forever Shanene. That's yes, my mom's yes. favorite Martin episode. <laughs> yes, every she time does. I hear Forever My Lady, I think of that episode of Martin of her singing it. Anyways. What are what are some other sitcoms? Like I know for me, Jamie Foxx show was my oh girl. My God. That people overlook that show. They, they sure do. do. First of all, Jamie Foxx iconic and he's so talented so to be talented. an actor to play play instruments to sing he had an album oh my gosh jamie fox stand up but he's so funny so funny <laughs> stand up is so funny <laughs> that one of him playing on the piano the whole time that's like i still watch that <laughs> the um, brady bunch yes <laughs> he's a trip i like fresh prince that's mm. my and sister oh. sister mm-hmm. <sighs> I just yes. started watching Sister Sister, uh, like over again now as an adult. Oh, oh I thought you meant like, you like for the first time, y'all was like, y'all was about to take, if y'all could see their faces, they was about to take my black card 
today. Yeah. I was about to get off the podcast. Yeah. I was about to delete my number. Starter for to start But I bet no. you're wondering where Crystal's at. So are we. Uh, <laughs> you gotta finish this sister, sister before she gets back in. Oh right. no, and I get quiz for it too. But yes. Go <laughs> home. Crystal? Roger. <laughs> Tyrone. That's what it is. Tyrone. <laughs> no. But those were, when you watch these shows back in your adulthood, though, there's so many lessons that you mm-hmm. learn that you didn't realize as a kid because you're a kid, you're just watching. But I feel like I learned a lot from Sister Sister now that I'm going back and watching. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. But No, for sure. Same thing with Moesha. I was watching a couple episodes and I was like, oh, dang, this is deep. Like they were talking about race theory, like critical race theory, all kinds of stuff in episodes that my young tail was not understanding any (laughs) any of that, but they were teaching for sure. It's also cool to look at those because to go back, I watched all of Moesha from start to finish. And I didn't realize how many famous black actors, actresses, singers were in that show. Like everybody was in that show. You know what's so funny that you say that, Kayla? Because I've been watching the Parkers. Probably, I need to get off of it, actually. (laughs) And they have a lot of, like, moments where they bring famous people into the show. So they had, like, um, Mm -hmm. Vivica Fox up there. They had Murphy Mm -hmm. Lee up there one time. They had um, Yolanda Adams as, like, guest appearances. And even had them sing, like, their songs. It was, yeah. I was like, I never realized how much these shows cross mingle and mm-hmm. especially with Moesha and the Parkers because don't forget Kim was on there right. and then girlfriends I didn't know I don't know if y'all knew but uh oh my gosh what's the one not Tony Maya. Maya Maya's related to I think Moesha in some way yeah really she's like her yeah. aunt, their aunt or something I know she was related to Ray J in the show it's wow. weird it's so funny how these shows kind of like spin off yeah. of each other Ray J was a he got adopted something weird yes. real mom like Maya's his aunt yeah yeah, yeah. it's Dang. yeah that's crazy it's oh, crazy wow. but do y'all think y'all just don't like notice how like the 90s had all the popping like black sitcoms mm-hmm. you know like a positive black mm-hmm. families and like it's so reminiscent of like that's why we watch it and that's what we're drawn to because like y'all said we were kids watching these shows mm-hmm. not really understanding so now to go back and watch it, like living single. Yes. My life. Mm-hmm. Hello. Oh my God. Me. Let's talk about it. Girl. As an adult. He said, let's talk about Girlfriends. it. Girlfriends. Me. As an adult. But you know, crazy. You thought Tony was mean, but then now you're like, yo, I am Tony. <laughs> <laughs> like she's so bougie, but yo, that's me. That's me though. <laughs> she's me. Yeah. Hey. It's crazy because like going back to our episode that we were talking about like different shades of brown and like getting black culture like I just remember going to high school being around all majority white people and like when I got home I was turning on one on one I was turning on the partners I was turning on my wife and kids. One oh six in Park. Oh, yeah. oh Yo. started on one oh six in Park. Who was it like? You watching the, the music videos, they don't even start from the actual beginning of the music video. You had some in the middle, they never finished all the way through, but you, you like this top 10, top 10. I just I would try to guess who was number one. Song. I'd be like, who's me number too. one? Kiss like, me oh, I, got it right. like the I know Lil Bow I got that number one, one spot. One 
on little Romeo on want him. Crazy. You don't want him. <laughs> yes, like I swear, kiss me through the phone was the number one. Video. It was the <laughs> long. I think it's still the longest standing music video on like. Yes, I wonder how many people actually called that line. I did. I- I know I did. I, did. I know I did. I did. Seven eight triple nine eight two. I also know I called my Jones number, but that's fine. Oh, yeah. I, anybody who throws a number out there, I'm calling. Who didn't? Who didn't? <laughs> I'm calling. Mike Jones. Come on now, Mike. Who? I used to rush from school to watch Rap City in the basement. Oh my god! Right before 106 and Park, and With I was, Tigger. Yes. And I used to wait for the freestyles. I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Who we go? Who's got it? Who's got it? Remember Bow Wow's freestyle? Bow Wow yeah. had one. Kanye West had one. Wayne, did y'all go to Scream Tour? Because I sure I did. Oh, what is that? Every- Kayla, please break it down. Okay. Scream Tour and all the guests. So Scream and all the guests. <laughs> I think it was a Bow Wow thing, and then everybody else came along with it. This is crazy. I never heard of Scream Tour. Like, meanwhile, I'm trying to go to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, hey, look, I like the Backstreet Boys. I was about to say, I like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, though. Time out. I did. Yeah. No, this Time or out. that. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, Backstreet. Ooh. I wanted that. NSYNC. NSYNC. In- Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. That's my answer. Side with me. Look. Besides that one song that Backstreet Boy sings, picking, what else do they? You've been picking on the wrong side a Bash lot to this night. The only song that I can think of on the top of my head is I want. Yeah, but that's a hit though. Y'all bogus. They have <laughs> sync, Bye bye bye. But what else um, they got? Dirty pop. Mm. Dirt. Yep. Mm. Okay, mm. that's two. Give me one. Trying to oh. think about. No, no worries. No worries. I got you, sis. Oh. Wait, 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 real quick. Who would win, Usher or Justin Timberlake? Usher? In, in what? Versus. Oh. In dancing, uh, singing? Versus. No, in the verses. Are they, they dancing in their verses, though? That's no, 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 he wouldn't. I'm just playing Usher. Oh, that, you know, that's the idea. They should that pop out. If that's the case, I do pose that Sierra should do a versus with somebody, her and Chris Brown. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, she could dance. Cool. Don't have a Usher would definitely win over Justin Timberlake just because, like, he, he can just. Uh, Justin Timberlake has some hits. He's got hits. Dude. He I, I, look, I'm a ride for Usher. <laughs> I'm a ride for that boy. <laughs> uh, but I think you're just comparing two separate things. Justin's smooth now. Justin's smooth. has some yeah. songs. I don't know. I saw. Mm, I'm going to take that. Happy River. Until the end of time, yes, that's a wedding song. It's another one though. It's gonna take me from my love. That's oh my gosh, that one. Think of Rita. My love. Think of Rita. My love. With what's the song that he? What's the Janet Jackson song? Um, rock your body, rock your body. Okay, wait. Where are some NSYNC songs? Gone, pop, girlfriend. I don't know none of these songs. I literally love the Backstreet Boys. Okay, you know what? Okay, name Backstreet Boys songs then. Yeah, yeah. Only song I can name off the top of my head is I Want It That Way. But I know I like the songs they have. We done gave you five songs and you only going to come with one? A karaoke song at that? No. You got everybody. They have everybody. Nah, she no, she's a real NSYNC fan. Don't let her fool you. Just come on to the side. Wait, but can we talk rappers though? Because I'm let's trying talk to compare okay, okay. Let's talk Lil rappers. Wayne to somebody. Ooh. Who we compare Lil Wayne to? Who? Uh that man's a lyrical genius. Uh, I'm trying to think. 
Like you talking about spitting or just like iconic? Just iconic. Drake is on the way. Drake might be there. Compared I'm, to Lil Wayne, that's a different category. That is okay. a different no. category because Lil Wayne no. can't sing the way Drake can sing. Even though I was going to say, sing. don't ask me because I definitely put Drake in the singing category. Somebody yes. asked me this and they were like, is Drake a top five rapper? And I'm like, I see him as a singer. Really? Like, I do but Drake raps, raps. Drake he raps, rap. but he sings he though. Okay, so what's the best Drake song he's ever made? Girl, these you got too many. Give me the top five best Drake songs. Top three. Top three best Drake songs. Nonstop. Uh, you want to put that pressure on us right now? Girl, I think yeah. I, I'm the biggest Drake fan. Like, I love Drake with his lame self. I just think he's, <laughs> he's such a little cornball. He's so lame. He's but, but he is fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, muscles the beer. Girl. <laughs> Not I. <Girl>. So what? <laughs> People say he aight. Mute the mic. <laughs> he's corny. He's corny though. Like he's very corny. Why hear somebody coming for Drake's life? No, <laughs> I love Drake. If Drake ever hears this or pulls this back up, if we ever meet, we get like big and famous. I never say any of that. <laughs> I Drake. never oh, said. Now you want to put the little caveat out there, mm-hmm. Kayla? The asterisk. <laughs> I never said any. Never said anything about you. What album do y'all think is the best Drake album? Take care. Take care. You know, everyone says that, but I really love Views. I think Views is a great album. You, mm. Views, yes. Views is so good. That's a great album. Starter views, three. Really Fire good. and Desire. Oh. All right, let's pivot and talk about Black movies, okay? Black movies. What do y'all think is the most iconic Black classic movie? <laughs> I okay. feel like one movie that's always, like... Quoted is Friday. Even I was though that's not mm. Yep. But me and my family, we watch Friday after next every Christmas. That's a Christmas movie to us. That's my favorite Friday. Yes, that's that's I love same. Friday. <laughs> um, I would say loving basketball. Loving basketball. Love Jones. Like, love Jones. Those are brown sugar. No mm-hmm. food. Ooh. Wait. I just recently watched Don't Judge Me, Waiting to Exhale. <gasps> That's classic. Grace. What did you I think, Grace? I love that movie, but it took me a couple years. Look, Sable just took a sip to that one. I can't judge you. I just watched The Preacher's Wife last <gasps> week for the first Sable. time. Sable. Sable. That was my favorite. Preacher's Wife album. Is good. That brings I've heard the album. so many childhood memories. Like my mom would let us listen to that, like on a Sunday. Sable, yes. Sable, it's okay. Thank you. But the I've fact, Grace, Friday, I've, Friday I've, and I've Sable, Crystal is looking at y'all with just <laughs> confusion. <laughs> like she's very. But I'm glad confused. that y'all got. I'm glad that y'all got to watch it. No, I take that back. You, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. We're not Whatever. provoking black cards here. Yeah. But you know what? Oh. You know a movie I love? Johnson Family Vacation. Did oh, y'all watch I that? love that one, Kayla. I-10 so by 10. I-10 by 10. Bow Wow. He oh. can act. He was my crush. I think Bow Wow can act. Yeah. I mean, he didn't like Mike. Mike. Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce. Mike is a classic. Like Mike. Yes. Like Mike is always going to be a classic. And yeah, then Roll Bounce. When I first saw that. Roll bounce. Y'all gonna make Battery me tickets. lose my mind. Yeah. 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 
Well, the 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 icon of black movies is Tyler Perry, right? Like, let's just let that. Let's just have a moment of Tyler Perry appreciation. Yes, because yes, we don't even have to explain it. Favorite Tyler Perry movie? Ooh, the family that prays. Confessions of a Marriage Counselor. Temptation. Tem- ooh, that was deep. Temptation is deep. It's that deep. was deep. I was scarred by temptation that was honestly the family that prays with sonata lengthen in it that one i love that one i that one was a good one especially the ending that's what i love about tyler perry movies is that it always has a lesson always none of his movies you don't never take a lesson from it it's like you have to learn something from Mm -hmm. what they've done whether it's being grateful being you know less envious of people it's Mm. just you know that's so that's, true he does a good job with that he yeah. does my favorite is uh family reunion Medea's family reunion that's my oh, favorite that's oh my gosh too. it's a classic boris kojo is my ultimate crush the so <sighs> damn he, as a bus driver i just he doesn't age as well him <laughs> and morris just put that out there <laughs> black don't crack i'm just saying they're beautiful yeah that's a great movie Great movie. Kayla, what's yours? That's my favorite. Yep. I know every line. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I do. Speaking of, what movie do y'all know every line to? ATL. Ooh. Ooh. I know every single word to ATL. That's hilarious. I am new. New, new. I say mine's is between Friday, just like you, Kayla, and maybe Love and Basketball. Hmm. yeah it's not as like that's a hard question to answer it's not until i'm watching the movie i probably will be able to say yeah, you know how you just add nowhere to start finishing the sentence but i think it will have to be friday or 11 basketball got you yeah and you? there's plenty of i feel like there's plenty of movies like that like you might not know all the words but you know that part this is your part and i know for love and basketball it's about the soundtrack for me like mm. every time i hear a, a song that's in love and basketball i can picture the scene of like that first time or like that you know when they're um the cheerleaders are like in a what in a what yes yeah yeah yeah, we got the jump ball so I don't know it's just like it brings that like the feel like black culture is just such a feeling thing you know music movies um we talked about R&B like all these feel things but I think the the other thing the last thing I want to bring to y'all is literature and books authors and like black authors and I know my parents really like they I was learning like what stuff Mark Twain in school and like uh, all these other things but like my mom was like here's a Toni Morrison book like read this I was literally going to say Toni Morrison yep love her Mm -hmm. I have a classic one yeah, like what? What about what is it about black literature for y'all? Is it like, or do you have specific authors, or do you have that one book that you remember, like, like, damn, like you'll never forget that book by a black author? Hmm. I know my dad loved the Harlem Renaissance, and he introduced me, my dad, me and my brother to Langston Hughes, yes. and we have this poster of Langston Hughes and like some of his work in our um in our like old office but my dad like used to have us read like his work and his poems and stuff and I just remember him like that's one person I'll never forget 
is Langston Hughes because he was one of my dad's favorites. So thanks, dad. Shout out to you. Oh. Yeah, mine, I feel like I got introduced to Langston Hughes in like middle school, maybe. Like I, my mom is an English teacher. So we have a lot of different black authors and poets and all that stuff around the house. And I love Langston Hughes. Like that, mm-hmm. I just, I love everything about the Harlem Renaissance. Mm-hmm. But I also would say I read The Color Purple. I don't remember how old I was. And that book, like, I think I maybe read it after I saw the movie. That was a good book. But I'm sorry. I don't know why I forgot about this. But the autobiography of Malcolm X is my favorite mm-hmm. book Ooh, in, the, in this entire world. That is my favorite, favorite, favorite book. So I'll piggyback off of what you said, Kayla, about the autobiography of Malcolm X. Being that I lived in Massachusetts, like I, I read the book after I left and it was just so cool especially since he was like living in that area like hearing the different neighborhoods the different cities where majority of people of color were living and like just the culture out there it it was it was humbling and I loved it because I knew exactly where he was what he was talking about and Mm. I, I think there was some points during the book where I was like it's interesting how history never changes but kind of repeats itself in some ways because some of the things that he was talking about living in like Roxbury and all that stuff it's the same thing that's probably still occurring in that neighborhood so this so again it was just one of those things where you get a slap in the face about how history kind of repeats itself in one way or another and then I love um Toni Morrison the same way you Kayla I read I watched Beloved first Mm-hmm. that book and that movie itself like had a, kind of piqued my interest of I didn't understand it and when I don't understand stuff I like to read more into it and figure out like the spark notes and all that stuff but I read the book and I just love the way she wrote I love the way she I don't know explained the experience I, it was just I don't know her books are just amazing I have so many of her books in my my personal library I anything that has her name stapled on it I'm just reading it because yeah. she has a way with words and how she expresses I don't know people of color's experiences especially black women and I love one of my favorite books is like the bluest eye yes so, oh yes yeah. me too mm-hmm. me too me too. And um, rest in peace, Toni Morrison, just recently. As soon as the news came out that she passed away, I went and ordered a copy, like, right away. Because mm-hmm. I just, I didn't have it. I remember that was my favorite book and all that. And I think another, just pivoting to um, fiction, is um, Sister Soldier. Oh, my gosh. Her, her book just came out. This Oh, my gosh. Yes. The Coldest Winter. I'm about to. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I just read that over the winter break <laughs> again because I know I want to read it again too. It's so good. It's so good. I can't see what can't wait to see what my girl winter is up to. Cause is it moonlight, yeah. right? Is it yep? Moonlight. Yeah. Like I have ne- I'm a I'm a reader, but like I remember when I was reading The Coldest Winter Ever, I you could not bother me at all. Like I was so into that book and just like so so good. And she's just uh just an icon and a mogul in so many different ways, um, Sister Soldier. But um, fun fact for y'all, if I was born as a male, my parents would have named me Langston. So that's cute. Definitely down for the culture. However, I would have probably had <laughs> to have a nickname. Laney. Lanky. Is it Lanky? 
that. Oh, um, question for y'all though, especially as we're talking about um, black literature, black culture. I, I'll stick with literature. And How movies important like directors. Yeah, directors. But I'm thinking it's more so of because uh, for me, I've always since the time I was little wanted a personal library or grew up with a library around my mm-hmm. mom um really encouraged me to read a lot like she never said no to me when it came to reading books mm-hmm. and so I was going to ask y'all especially we're coming up in that age when we're going to have children soon probably next mm-hmm. five yes how important it is. is it for you to have I don't know an accessible library or something where your kids can I don't know, have access to what your parents were able to give you I've always thought I've, I've been thinking about that for some time Mm-hmm. but just didn't know how important that was for most, you know, for most of us. Oh, it's very important. So like my little brother, that boy loves to read. When I tell y'all, oh, it makes my heart warm because so it's like a, a black boy, he's eight. And you know what, when we say, Austin, use your free time. You know what he does? He picks he up reads. a book. He picks oh. up a book and reads. I and sometimes we have to tell him, Austin, put the book down because he'll walk up the stairs trying to read the book, walk down the stairs, reading the book. And it's like, <gasps> I need him to give me some of that power because. And he'll sit there and he'll read and he'll read. And it's just so like kudos to like my sister and my mom, just how they have just like cultivated him. Like reading is cool, but it opens up his mind to different things and different mm. ways to process his emotions. So I definitely think that it's important to have books in Black households because it teaches kids to be more inquisitive. I know my dad, every summer we did um, no TV summer. So we literally did not watch TV. We did not turn on a computer. We did not use an iPad, nothing. Like iPods were big around my, look, around my time. But um, we couldn't use our iPod touches, nothing. We could only read. And we had a home library. My dad collected books. We had to read from June through August. And my dad would have us not only read, but report on what you read. So like, <laughs> let's say we read three books. It's like, okay. Okay, so dad. Okay, Daddy, dad. okay, dad. AR points on fleek. Okay. <laughs> Everybody was going all over. AR points. <laughs> Get crystal. I did. I appreciated my dad for this because at first I was salty because I felt like I was missing out on summer. Mm-hmm. But honestly, now that I look at it, like he did that because he wanted me to expand my knowledge because a lot of kids don't have access to books and stuff. And my dad had all those things and he wanted us to have it. So I appreciate him for it because I learned so much every summer. And I think about our generation, honestly, Grace, because how easy is it for you to just give your kid like your phone or Mm -hmm. your iPad? Because it's it's easy for me to look on YouTube as opposed to like read this sentence real quick. Mm, I'm bored. No, read it. Read it, please. (laughs) I need you to look at it, study it, do all. But if I show you my iPad and you play Candy Crush or I don't know, look at Baby Shark, it's I don't know. It's just mindless for me to be able to give it to you. But then when they go to school, it's. You don't see how those things kind of manifest over time. Yeah. yeah, I would I would say the home library is super, super, super important because I was raised on that and I hated to read when I was a kid. I liked it and then I thought it was lame. So I stopped liking it. Mm. And now I read all the time. Like I love to read now because it does expand 
your knowledge, like you just get to see the world differently or take ideas and add your piece, like how you feel about it. But one thing I want to give to my kids is like read books that have nothing to do with you. Like read a book about a different culture or things that have nothing to do with everything that's around you so that you can grow to learn different things and reading it from different perspectives. But I grew up with a lot of Black authors in my house and I think when I got to school it was good because we didn't read black authors and so it's just it's good to hear people speak about your experience like I could read Langston Hughes and feel that in like middle school I'd be like dang like this is how I feel too and this is written by somebody in the you know what I mean like it's you don't learn that in school but or Maya Angelou oh I could go on and on but there's different things that you can feel and like you need that to nurture you And Crystal, I really appreciate that you asked that question because I don't think that I've thought about, like I've thought about my parents and their libraries, but I haven't thought about preserving even their books that they have in their homes that are just sitting there or like I have a bookshelf right here, but just starting to collect them just to preserve that, right? Like, and I just think it's so, so special having like original books too, like older books from your parents that have their notes in it or like their name on the side of the spine. Like, it's just something special. You can feel a different thing in that as well. So I just really appreciate you asking the group that, cause it's making me think of like, dang, I need to, next time I go home, I need to snag, you know, this, this, and this, cause I don't want it to just sit in the corner. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you asking that for sure. But just to wrap us up today, we talked about music, TV shows, um, just Black culture. And it makes me feel so good just because it's a comfort thing. It's an empowering thing. It's an energizing thing. But just to wrap us all up, I would love to hear from each of you all. Ultimately, what's your favorite thing about Black culture? Like, why is it really special to you? Why did we feel like it was really important to talk about today? And it's a piece of our mission of our podcast as well. But what is your favorite thing about Black culture and why is it special? Ooh, that's a good one, Sable. I think that our culture is memorable. I think that it's always impactful. And I think that every single thing that we experience in Black culture that we watch or that we listen to has a lesson or has something to take away from it that we can continue to teach our kids from generations and generations mm-hmm. and generations. It's something that could always be carried on. Yeah. I think for me, Black culture is just special because it allows you to put away the trauma and really highlight just the good, fun parts like one of my favorite parts of just like now in today's society is black Twitter. We literally can take a small concept and make it into something that we can relate to. And it's just, it's funny, it's humorous and it brings you joy. Like you could be having the most off day and then you see a tweet and it's just like, we can laugh about something that it may be there to like break us and set us back, but we can make it and say like, no, we're not this woe is me, you know, type of group. We're gonna make the most of it and take, you know, something small and like multiply it and make it make sense for us. And it just reminds me of like Issa Rae, like she was very adamant about just making stories for black culture 
but that was funny so we're all sitting on a Sunday waiting for the next insecure episode to drop like I love it like waiting for the next episode to trigger us all yes because it's so relatable it's so relatable so like black culture is relatable it just we can see ourselves in it because it is us I think going off of that too like we've black people have been through so much pain and the fact that we've been able to turn that into so much joy is just a beautiful thing to me like everything that we've been through and look at our culture is so dominating like people in other countries look to black culture and like think about people in Africa and the Caribbean their culture is also very big and our cultures are very similar too and I just think it's so crazy how that has happened like that how we're all so connected and have been through so much yet are still so beautiful and find things that people are so attracted to you know what I mean um but I just I think that's what I love about black culture like we're just the energy about it and the fun and the love like when I think about black culture I think about church we didn't talk about gospel artists we should have said who's our favorite gospel artist but I just think like our grandmas like waking up and going to church and going to our grandma's house and getting a good meal and like that black woman love and strength and just all like we're just so funny I just I think black culture is just very real and the energy I just love it the food Mm, (laughs) Crystal's thinking over here it's hard because y'all pretty much said everything (laughs) that I probably would have said and then some but I guess I'll just repeat just how relatable and universal black culture is. And so I think Gracie kind of hit on it with the music Mm -hmm. aspect, but there's songs that our parents were our age listening to when it first came out. And like, we can kind of, I mean, yeah, we can kind of relate to those songs, even if it's not in the same concept or mindset, or even when it was in the same era when it came out, but I don't know, we're just different. We, We adjust on the fly. I think we're just so authentic in how we tell our stories, even if it's even if we're dead serious, somehow it comes out to be a joke. Black Twitter, I don't think I'll ever take Black Twitter serious, but just know if there's a bad situation that happened, snowstorm, things like that, I'm gonna go on Black Twitter and laugh about how I'm in my cowboy boots walking and checking the mail. Like I just don't know. <laughs> why that just remind you to appreciate life like you can't be too serious and you can't take life too serious and I think that's our culture in general like think about it even when you think back to slavery and like our you know our people in the cotton fields and stuff like that like they probably had to find some type of way to get through the day even if it had to come through hymns or singing and even in their singing there was intentionality behind it because they were telling stories and they Mm -hmm. were uh giving codes and stuff like that so us I feel like no matter the situation that we're presented we always find ways to connect with each other but I don't know something about black culture is just very community-based you can always find community within us somewhere. Somebody gonna be like, "Hey, baby, if you you hungry?" That's the that's the one that catches. Ooh, that's the best line. <laughs> yes. To be honest with you, when I learn how to cook, I'm trying to be somebody's grandma like that. Ooh, baby, you hungry? Come yes. come get a plate of food. Cause that's how my that's how my grandma was. Yeah, and that's how my family are. So I'm trying to be like that for my community. I don't know. For me, <clears throat> Crystal, I think you summed it up like amazing, like just in such an amazing way, and. I don't really have too much more to add, but I think the the only thing for me is like, it's just so unique. 
And I don't remember, I think Kayla, you may have said it or whomever, but just thinking about the different cultures within black culture, right? There's, there's African culture, there's Caribbean culture, there's cultures within Caribbean culture, there's, um, you know, just all kinds of different black culture. And I just think it's so unique. And I, and I know there's so much more for me to learn about different cultures within our own community. And I just think it's a beautiful thing. And we all have our own unique stories, but we all know when we out and we give that one look, we just said like 5,000 words to each other. <laughs> and it's just like that under that, that just that understanding and um, just that comfort and love. So we just appreciate you all. Hopefully you were able to laugh and just have fun with us, relate to us. Um, even in this or that, I will be judging you if, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't say it again. We friend. will be on Instagram and on yep. Twitter doing a this or that. So, so we will see. Go ahead. I'll get all my brandy culture. lovers out there. No, if y'all be Monica over brandy, I'm sorry. Let me get my and then Team lovers. Usher over Chris Brown. Stop it. Come Chris, crazy, baby. Because we can run it. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to drop your favorite Keisha Cole songs because she has sis has hits. Okay, love of course. But thank you for listening to us. Please engage with us on Instagram, Twitter. We're gonna have so many exciting things coming out for y'all really, really soon. So stay tuned. Follow us, listen to us, and let us know what your favorite thing about Black culture is as well. So with that being said, Grace, take us away. Yes, sir. Hey, tribe. So we reached the segment of the show called It's the Hustle for Me. This is a segment where we highlight Black businesses and resources that support the concepts we talked about in our episode. So this week, we talked all about Black culture, Black music, our favorite artists, our favorite movies, our favorite heartthrobs, all of that. Shout out, Usher. But what I really want to hit on right now is our talk about Black literature. So we're going to leave you guys with some books that really were inspiring for us growing up, books that still touch our hearts to this day, and books that you all should read as well. First is the autobiography of Malcolm X. This is one of my favorite books. And I think Crystal shouted it out as one of her favorite books as well. This is number one on the list. The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. Beloved by Toni Morrison. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. The Color Purple by Alice Walker. Anything to do with Langston Hughes, y'all. Any poem that you can find, just soak up all of the goodness of the Harlem Renaissance and that time period. The Coldest Winter Ever by Sister Soldier. So definitely shout out to those books. And I suggest that you all pick them up and really take it in. It's just the epitome of Black culture and Black love and Black women and Black family and Black resistance. We also played a little game of this or that. Shout out to our girl Sable for putting that together. And if you want to play your own game that's a little bit similar, but you want some guidance, as always, check out Black Heart Revoked. All right, that's it. Thanks, y'all. Cheers to us, man. Yo, we're doing the darn thing.